This is the problem. I don't understand why you just can't be normal. Like, I really don't. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we discuss things you already talk about with family and friends. Conversations include current events and pop culture and endearing, revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Episode 362. Donna, welcome to Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, Okay, so our middle child, Olivia, who is at the University of Tennessee, had gone on a bike ride this weekend. And um, I am, again, in Birmingham. I am almost finished with this chapter. Toward um, Yes, which has been a blast, I have to tell you. But I, um, I, we have Life 360 on them, so we can check, like, you know, where they are, make sure, especially with Charlotte driving a lot right now. There's, you know, she's having to do a lot of stuff on her own, getting places, a lot of grad parties and baseball games and all this kind of stuff. So I always like to check that she's, you know, on the road, made it there, all that kind of stuff. So for some reason, yesterday on Saturday, I just happened to, Olivia had told me that they were her and Jack, her boyfriend, were going to go on a bike ride. And I just happened to look like at Life 360 because I was really checking more on Charlotte, but I could see everybody. And I have us in there as the Chicas, the girls. And so Charlotte's where she is. And Olivia is like, looks like in the middle of the woods, she was like in Maryville, Tennessee, like in the middle of the woods, because on Life 360, you can set it for like, you know, different settings like, uh, I don't know, roads or 3D or whatever. But anyways, she was in the middle of the woods. She had gotten there at one fifteen, and it was like 5.15 and her locations hadn't moved for four hours. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So. I always worry about Olivia because she's very independent and sometimes she rides her bike without her boyfriend. And I was like, I wonder if he's there and God forbid, like, did she go over a cliff, you know, on the, cause she's kind of like mountain biking and like what has happened to her. And so I texted her, but I could also, you can also see people's battery. And so she was like at 16%. I texted her. I'm like, Hey, you need to charge your battery if you're out riding your bike, because I do always worry, God forbid, if something people fall off their bikes. I mean, listen, it happens. And I'm like, you know, you need to charge your battery and all this stuff. And, so didn't hear anything from her. Locations hadn't moved. And so then I hit the little button to recalibrate your locations to where if something's going on the phone, but it said um, battery is low and there's no cell service where this person is. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, she's been eaten by a mountain lion. Like something has happened, right? And the texts are going in green instead of blue. Well, you're texting you know iPhone. Means? Well, you're texting iPhone to iPhone because you both have iPhones. So when it turns green, it's sent as a text message, which means uh, she's either her phone is dead or she has no service. And then I texted you and I said, hey, Loki, a little worried right now, but I'll let you know what's happening. And, and so I, said I reach out to her right now and, and send her a text, which I did. I know. I just didn't want you to do it because I was worried about like her battery and everything. I didn't want to like spam right. her, you know, and her not have battery. So then all oh, about 45 minutes later, she reaches out to me. And she says that she, um, they had got, that they had gone biking and they just didn't have cell service that they had pitched a hammock and there's a bunch of, there, there's like a car, there was a car show thing going by and that they had watched all these cars go by and they just didn't have cell service in their back. And I know to some of you, this would seem like slightly paranoid behavior. However, I am slightly paranoid. Um, but also... I, um, if you're a parent, you can totally understand this because it's just like, oh my gosh, like 
very, very scary. Like when you just don't know where they are and you, you, you know, you just don't, it's like you send them off into the world and you don't totally have control and you're like, oh my gosh, like, what are they doing? Are they okay? What's going on? Do you think that know. your world is more stressful and that you are more anxious because you use Life360? Or do you think that you would be better suited as a mom in the 1960s when our parents had access? We, we didn't have cell phones. There was no text messaging. There were no location services. None of that existed. What do you think? Um, no, I don't use it like I used to, like when they first started driving where I would just be obsessive about it. We were so obsessive about it with Will and I hate that I was that way. I've even apologized to him because he was a first child and you just do what you have to do. I don't really use it that way. It's more for like, before I go to bed at night, if I can just see like, okay, she's, she's, she's where she's supposed to be and she's tucked in. And I've talked to a lot of parents um, and I don't think it's a mom thing. I think moms and dads can equally be as crazy. But I've talked to a lot of people who've said they have their kids in college that they just like to check it one time before they go to bed. And as long as they're back in their dorm or they're somewhere, you just know they're safe. Yeah. It just gives you a little bit of peace of mind. So I don't, I mean, I don't think I could do it without it. I've said it's a non-negotiable until they graduate and they can pay their, you know, cell phone bill. We obviously don't have it on will anymore, but I know a lot of families that, and we've talked about this before, that they share their they share it all the time just in case, you know, something happened. Like they don't, it doesn't bother them. They don't care. Um, some kids care a lot. Um, so I don't know. I just like, it, but I was like, oh my God, I, the, the, the depths to what my mind goes to. I'm like, oh my God, she got eaten by a mountain lion. She fell off her bike. She got hit by a car. God forbid. She like, I don't know, lost a wheel. But I mean, anything can happen to your bike. Like it could just be like your bike is broken. Sure. Say you, and, and they, they bike far, like 20, 30 miles. Like what if she's 20 yeah. miles down? And her bike breaks. The story was fresh for us here in Atlanta because earlier that day, there was a jury in Carroll County, Georgia, which is about 40 miles west of downtown towards Alabama. You, you know this interstate well now, Donna. And there was a trial for a man with no association to the university, kidnapped two female college students and assaulted them and threatened them, threatened their lives. Both women testified at the trial and confirmed that this man on trial was their attacker. And so this week, a Carroll County jury convicted him of kidnapping with bodily injury, kidnapping, two counts of aggravated uh, sodomy, aggravated sexual battery, two counts of robbery by intimidation, and two counts of terroristic threats. And the judge, Judge Michael Hubbard, sentenced this man to life in prison without the possibility of parole. You know, I think that there was a... a, a and I don't want to say a meme, but it was something that went around. I'll have to find it for next podcast, but it was, it was about parents of daughters of women. And, um, not that things like this don't happen to boys and men because it it does. Um, but there's a special kind of, there's just a special way you have to carry yourself when you're a woman, whether you have daughters or whether it's your wife or your girlfriend or whatever, you know, listen, traveling to a hotel. I mean, I think about it coming into a hotel by myself. There's just, there's a different way, unfortunately, that women have to live in the world than men. And this is not one of those things where men can say, oh, women get paid. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about as a woman, you have to be so much more aware of everything. And it scares me to death um, with us having two daughters. And, you know, Charlotte, the graduation parties that she went to this weekend, I I texted one of the moms that was going to be there. And I said, you know, could you, if you don't mind, could you guys walk Charlotte to her car when you leave? He was on Cinco de Mayo. So I knew there'd be tons of people out, you know, around. And I just, you know, sometimes you have to do things, uh, not behind your kid's back, but, you know, because they, and it's kind of like the whole thing with Olivia, like, Yes. I mean, do I go to the extreme that a, a mountain lion ate her? But it, like I said, it could be just, you know, 
your tire goes flat or something? Is your battery on your phone charged? No, it's at 19% and that kind of thing. And they just don't think about things that way. And unfortunately, when you get to be my age and you're a female, just there's so much more that you think about. Also this weekend in Dallas, Texas, another mass shooting. Uh, we had one in Atlanta Wednesday of last week. And the conversation here in Atlanta is uh, what defines a mass shooting? Is there a particular number that you have to hit, for lack of a better term, in order to go into history as being uh, you know, a victim of a mass shooting? 188 mass shootings so far in 2023, and we're not even halfway there. And I was talking to a doctor about this, and he was saying the shooting in Atlanta was particularly hard because he does pain management as a doctor. And he said that it is very scary nowadays um, being a pain management doctor because you know, allegedly what the Atlanta shooter was so angry about was that he could not get his um, anxiety, his anti-anxiety drugs. And he said, you know, there's just this fine line when you know, and not saying that this guy was, but when you know, maybe if for whatever reason, someone is not able to get their medicine, or you've got to put them on hold for a day, or you're trying to look at an alternative, or you think that they're, you know, doctor shopping or whatever, the person is incredibly agitated. They'll take it out on these doctors. They'll take it out on these clinics. And he said, it's just a very, very scary situation right now, sometimes doing this work. I mean, people are on edge in general in life right now. And that's the thing. I mean, you know, it's like we were talking about the other day, you become numb to the news. I mean, you know, again, if someone I was saying to you, if if 10 years ago, someone had said, you know, they can't find the, the shooter in the middle of the day, the entire city would have gone on to lockdown, but now it's just a way of living life, unfortunately. Well, it's a sad, frightening reality, I think, because we, we've seen it just in the past week affect, in Dallas, it was a shopping mall, right? Yeah. Here in Atlanta, it was a hospital. You had movie theaters, nightclubs, banks, concerts, restaurants, churches, and of course, schools. It seems it can happen, it can happen anywhere now and at any time, middle of the day here in Atlanta, uh, lunch hour. Last Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, it, it, think about it. In Nashville, it happened in a, in a in a preschool. The negative is anxiety is an all time high. The positive, if anything comes out of this, is very interesting, is that people are telling people how much they care each other about each other all the time. Because you may, you know, you don't know. Like we said, all those dads, you know, the dad that lost the daughter in the Atlanta shooting. You know, there's there's not next Wednesday, or maybe I'll clear that up, or you know, I'll do this. It's, it is what it is. And so he was saying, he thinks that people are living a little more lovingly because you, what it makes you feel like when these things are going on is you just want to have everyone that you care about close to you and you want them to know how they, how you feel about them. King Charles III's coronation held over the weekend, the first of a British king since 1937, the UK's biggest ceremonial event in seven decades. King Charles's daughter-in-law, Meghan, and grandchildren, Prince Archie and Princess Lilibet, were more than 5,000 miles away in California as only Prince Harry, King Charles III's son, made the trip from California to London for his dad's coronation. Somebody had a joke with because of the Kentucky Derby that this was a good weekend for hats. And I said, that is so true. Um, But I love all the hats and stuff they wear. The funniest, there were some funny things that happened. Katy Perry couldn't find her seat. She's just wandering around, like walking around inside, um, I guess, Westminster Abbey. And finally, someone like was like, just sit here, like just sit down here. The other thing is Harry sat not up in front with the rest of everyone else. He sat kind of in the rear with like the, com- not the commoners, but, you know, the second tier guest. And I was telling you, like, we have all been 
hairy before where you've, I don't know, like maybe you show up to something and you're not on the best of terms with the people who are holding the party or like some of the people there, but you feel like you have to go for whatever reason. And it's just that awkward, like, Hmm, grinning and kind of looking around and you're kind of looking for that one person that can save you, you know, that's going to come up and you just start a conversation with and you're just like, oh, I'm just going to stand here all day. Just please don't leave. I got to talk to you because you just don't know. Because he just had a really like awkwardness and an awkward grin on his face. And then the other one who just steals the show no matter what's going on is George. Kate and William's little boy. Now, let me tell you something. He is a rascal. And when you take a child like that, like that's just got that much energy out in public, you just do not know what's going to happen. And so that makes the mama on edge. So we've all been that person, even the dad. I mean, you know, I'm sure Prince William's the same way, but like, what is this child going to do or say, you know? And he had some, I mean, he's yawning. He's like punching the air. He's he's just hilarious. Oh my God hilarious, hilarious, some of the stuff that was going on. And these headpieces they wore, I mean, it was like something out of like that Eddie Murphy coming to America movie. It's like, what is going on that this is still going on? The reason that I guess Megan and the other kids didn't come is it was Archie's birthday. So when um, Harry was done, he flew straight back over to California for the birthday. So just very strange. there, There was a lot of chatter going into this. And it's been going on since he dropped the book, um, whether or not he would even attend or be invited. Are we surprised at all that he was invited? Are we surprised at all that he went? No, I'm not surprised he was invited. I mean, he is a son. You know what I mean? And Well, but he really kind of spilled I, the tea, though. He really he, he spilled a lot of tea, though, on the royal family in the book that he dropped, on, on, in, the, in the autobiography. A good weekend for hats, for sure. Can you hang on just a second? I'm talking to Taylor Swift here. Good to hear from you. Welcome to town. Yes, that's right. All five dads from the week answered all five questions correctly. I don't know what we're going to do. I only have one bear. Really? Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. Taylor Swift makes it happen for dads of daughters that listen to the Bear 92.5. I'll do anything for my daughter. She's just a sweet, sweet 15-year-old girl. All five dads are Taylor Swift bound this weekend. What? We are. With their daughters. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Cadillac Jack. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Taylor. And have a great weekend here in Bear Country. Cadillac Jack and Donna, mornings, 530 till 10. The Bear 92.5. Get two podcasts every week. Cadillac Jack, my second act, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And now you get five radio shows a week, Monday through Friday, 530 a.m. to 10 Eastern. It's the Jack's mornings on the Bear 92.5. We've got to work in a plug, Donna, for the radio show here. I love that. Right. Got to work a man. Got to work a man. Uh, you can listen no matter where you are. Doesn't matter where you are listening to this podcast. You can tune in to the morning show uh, using the free Bear app available in the Apple App Store and Google Play. Search for the Bear 925. Search for the Bear 925. It's going to pop up. You download it. It's got a nice uh, nifty little alarm feature. You can set an alarm for any, you know, to, to get up at 525, of course, every morning. To join us on the Bear 92.5, Donna, uh, we have segments like, um, we actually took Dead or Not Dead to radio last Friday because Gordon Lightfoot died, the folk singer from, from, from Canada. You always have, you have to have a get-to. In order to bring that segment, I thought, especially into the podcast, we're going to do a next episode as well. But uh, for radio, you, for, for listeners to hear it for the first time, there has to be a reason why you're introducing this. And so I'd said to you, I think on the last episode of this podcast, I wish we need a celebrity to die. And then, bam, Gordon Lightfoot. Took one for the team, and and that was our I end. Mean, that sounds just terrible, terrible. So thank you, Gordon. Thank you, Gordon. Uh, I'm sure it terrible. played very, very well for for radio on the Bear 92.5 and all of Atlanta. Uh, you can use yeah. the alarm feature on the free app, so you don't miss a moment of the Jacks, 5.30 till 10 a.m. Eastern, weekdays.
Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear, 92.5. I think we're um, we're starting to come out of our technical cave, and hopefully it's getting smoother. We're getting there. You know, I think soon, maybe even next week, we'll be able to upload the podcast because I'm looking at a box that you're in, although it's not clear at all. It's Sorry. like you're in, I don't even know where, um, like outer space or something. It's like yeah. a green, you have a green pallor to you. It's very strange. I don't know what to say. Um, but anyways, I think soon we'll be able to upload it onto YouTube and people can watch the podcast live. What do you think? Like right now? Yeah, I mean, you can hit the little button right now, but nobody's going to be able to see you because you're in outer space. Okay. You, you. At, nothing at I'm the, doing. Um, nothing I'm doing. At the river, at the landing, the river, the landing. How, how are okay. your accommodations? Oh, oh, my God. Fabulous. But I don't leave this place now. Across the street from me, though, okay, obsessed. And I'm going there tomorrow, but I, gotta, I don't know what time they open. Um, there's a place called Ed's Reptile World. Actually, it's not called. Hang on. It's called. I'm going to look out my window. Stay right here. I'm watching on videos. Donna literally gets up, peeks out her hang window. On, I would, hang on one sec. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. While we wait on Donna, good time to remind you that you can now listen to entire episodes of the My Second Act podcast on YouTube. They populate just like uh, the podcast does each Tuesday and Thursday in your podcast library. But now on YouTube, search for at My Second Act for the My Second Act YouTube page. Yes, Donna. Welcome back. And we're okay. back. It's, it's called Ed's Pet World. Okay. Ed's Pet World. Okay. Yes. And so I looked it up because this is like Homewood, Alabama. So I looked it up and evidently it has 3.2 stars, but it's bearded dragons, Komodo dragons, all these like exotic animals that they have in this place. And then it also says something about on the outside within a big sign. It says, we also carry toys now. I'm like, okay. What kind of toys? Like sex toys, reptile no, toys? No, like no, what, no, is a, no. what does a reptile play with? Like, I don't even know. But I'm like, I've got to go check this place out. They're the toys that were left behind after the reptiles ate the young kids that came to see them. It's crazy. I've got, and it is like this dilapidated, I'm sending you the picture right now. It's this dilapidated building and I'm obsessed with it. And so I told the guy that, there, we also have a guy that from our corporate that works here the first part of the week before I get here. And then we basically just trade off. And I said, have you ever heard of this place, Ed's Pet World? He goes, oh my God, I have driven by that place 15 times and I'm obsessed, but I'm scared. He said, I'm scared to go in it without someone. So I was wondering if you wanted to go. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. How did did Ed get licensed? What is, is, is this like a, uh, it looks like a shanty. I know. And this area I'm in Homewood is a very hip, cool area. They've totally redone it and everything. So this Ed's, I think, is a holdout from the olden days. Ed, he, Ed, Ed's holding and, out, no doubt. Ed, Ed is holding out. Yeah. He wants new signage okay. and new siding. And I'm going to tell, tell you another one, and then I'm just going to be done. If you live in Alabama and you're listening to this podcast, I know we have some Alabama listeners. I cannot figure out how to drive in Alabama. I had convinced myself that I couldn't drive until I started talking to other people who are like, nope, it's Alabama. It just goes in circles. Like, I can't describe it. Like, you'll be driving and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I need to get, like, the road I'm on is only two lanes or it's four lanes or whatever. And the exit's like way over there. And like, you have to get off right then. And then I just go in circles. I was actually going to go visit and just see it because I wanted to see it at Samford University yesterday morning. I got so lost. Okay. I left an hour early so I could like ride through and take pictures of Samford. I got so lost that I was 30 minutes late opening the store. And never saw Samford. But the big question is, have you been to Ed's Bearded Reptile World? No, I think I'm going to go tomorrow, but I'm scared to. Like, what if they, like, what if they, 
if it's like a scam and you go in there and they like, see, here comes my, this is not a micro anxiety. This is a macro anxiety. What if I go in there and they like harvest my organs and they take me and they're like, okay, here comes another one. Mm, we got her. Have you seen anybody go in that hadn't come out? That's what I, would I haven't seen anybody next- go in or come Listen. out. I haven't seen anyone co- go in or well, come that's, out. That's a problem right there because his business plan clearly isn't working. He should advertise uh, some, maybe a billboard or by the podcast, a couple spots in the podcast. I've asked everybody. I'm like, okay, have you, like everybody that I run into around this town, which I'm telling you, like I've done it all here. Let me just tell you people, I've I've lived it in Birmingham. But I'm like, um, okay, have you ever been to Ed's Pet World? They're like, eh, I've driven by there. I'm like, do you know anybody who's been in there? And they're like, no. And I had somebody tell me last night, they were like, ah, I don't think you should go there. And I'm like, I'm dying to go in there. And I've even recruited people. I'm like, do you want to come with me? And they're like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Did, you, did you ask at the front desk, is there a pamphlet, a flyer at the front desk for Ed's Bearded Reptile World? There's always that big uh, bank of pamphlets for whitewater rafting and uh, you know chicken shit bingo. And, 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 and is there one for Ed's? Have you seen one for Ed's Bearded Reptile World? Like a promo, I have not. A coupon, a coupon. I have not. But to dovetail on the street racing story, I have found out from a couple of people who listen to the podcast that evidently this is a huge problem, not just here in Alabama, people who travel for a living are saying that when they're staying in these hotels downtown in any city, that this street racing is out of control. Like a a guy reached out to me and said that he was staying in Portland, Oregon, and he did not get, he did not get sleep for six days because it was just constant street racing up and down the street, up and down the street, up and down the street. So I don't know if this is like something going on now or what? I don't know. Let's stick with the updates and get an update, Donna, on the other uh, parasites. A couple of people reached out to me and wanted to know, Shelby Bream reached out and wanted to know how to do it. Um, and then I had a couple of people that reached out that said- well, Explain had, what it is for somebody that maybe missed that episode. So when I was at Disney World, I ran into this incredibly nice physician in line for the Seven Dwarf Mine Train. And he, um, I told him I was very tired and he was very tired, which doesn't bode well if he's a physician. But anyway, and he told me to stick out my tongue and he looked at my tongue and he thought that Complete I could benefit from a parasitic cleanse. Um, and so to do that, you take a series of pills and basically it just cleans you, cleans you out from rooter to tutor. And I'm not even kidding. More tutor than rooter or no more rooter than tutor. Well, I don't know which, which one's which where's your rooter, depends, tutor? Depends, depends. Okay. Top to bottom, bottom to top. I have no desire. I have never had a desire to do a colon cleanse. Your colon needs to be left alone. You can perforate your, your perforate your colon doing all this kind of crazy stuff, cleansing it and stuff. And I don't want to see what's going to come out. And so from talking to a few people, get this one. I can't remember who told me this. It may have been Holly Bagby, but maybe not. Anyway, someone told me that they have heard that when you do the parasite cleanse, they can come out of your scalp. Okay. So I have decided that that Pandora's box is best left, left closed. Shut. Close that box. Locked. And you know what? Locked. If they're going to, because the other, here's the other thing I thought about. And this is, I did a lot of reading on it. And there's a lot of people that say it's just a bunch of hokey dokey and it's not real. And it's just people trying to sell supplements. But here's the thing. After you cleanse yourself and you go through all that, then are you never going to eat white bread, sushi, like all of the things that they say can cause these parasites, like sugar, tons of sugar, processed foods, all that stuff. So basically, you just have to live off like grass, not that kind of grass, but like green grass and like, I don't even know what, like oats and barley. So the point is, is that if you're not going to be able to keep it up, then you're going to cleanse all these parasites out and then they're going to come marching back in and they're going to be madder than hell because they're like, okay, listen, like they're going to find you as a host and be like, we're going to mess with her because she tried to get rid of us and we're coming back bigger and stronger. And so I'm just like, I'm not inviting any of this crap and literally into my life. I'm not, I'm not doing it. And I'm not checking my toilet bowl. I'm not doing all this stuff. I've got enough going on as a busy working mom. It lasts how long if you do it? 
I, I guess until you start contracting parasites again. I don't know. No, no. How long does it take to purge? Mm. Like when you begin day one. Could be three to seven days, depending on what you have going okay. on. How much sugars? And- I would say for you, it'd be 10 days. I mean, I can't imagine. Minimal. All Minimal. Stuff. I can't either. Golly. Contracted. Oh, Gosh. No. Golly. Oh, so this is toxins too, right? Yeah. I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Follow up to the judge. I have nothing. Okay. Or the judge. Singular. Questions from the people. Yeah, go ahead. But I've, I've, yeah. How do you know you have it? Have you checked your account to see if you've gotten a credit? Have you combed I through have. it? I have, Donna. Thank you. Yes, I have. I haven't heard from an investigator yet. The next step. Well, but I mean, I'm just thinking that they would just credit you the money back. I bet that's what my feeling well, that would be. Happened. That hadn't happened. But I'm waiting for the call from the investigator. That's the update. And he hasn't, he, he, she, they have not called yet to ask me the same questions that I've asked and, 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 and answered three, four, maybe half dozen times by now. Will this keep you, Cadillac Jack, from ever buying a VIP package again? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought about it. Uh, Morgan Wallen was in Tampa this past Saturday night. And I was going to, uh, if, I ha- if I didn't have such a bad taste in my mouth, because of this experience with the Judd backstage VIP experience that never happened because they left me off the list by accident, by their admittance, they left me off the list after I paid dollars and dollars and dollars for this experience, including a front row ticket. I feel abandoned. I feel taken advantage of, I feel used, and I will never spend money with Ticketmaster again, except for Morgan Wallen and Beyonce, an air supply reunion tour, maybe. We'll see. Okay. But you also don't have to buy the VIP extravaganza because most but of the I'm, time, of it's, it's, not a, it's not worth it. It's not an extravaganza. Well, it wasn't pitched that way, and I was realistic in knowing, Winona, that it wasn't going to be some sort of midday sorry or all-night party or anything like that it's not that at all you're i didn't get what i was promised and that is a parking spot i, I yeah, was promised I mean, that's basically what you want the, you want a parking spot you want a bathroom early, early admittance a bathroom okay yeah. i want some 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 mini corn dogs that's what i'm saying if you okay so that's a good question if you could design your vip package what would that look like parking spot front row parking uh i want to be able to come in a, a side entrance when i'm ready i may come early i may come late i want to text somebody i'll text you when i'm getting ready to walk in the door after a park on the front row. I sort of like, like a, a, a secret side entrance. I, I'll be flexible with that. You know, it can be, it can, the entrance can already be there, but, but some, somewhere close to my front row parking spot. Then I would like, um, if we did some sort of finger, finger food type thing, I would like some mini corn dogs, uh, some TGF Fridays, mm-hmm. mozzarella sticks. A lot of candy, Maybe some, some like, um, like a raisin cake or something like a little Debbie. If it's going to be a little Debbie, let's do fudge rounds or nutty buddies. I, I'd prefer not to do a raisin cake. Okay. At a concert. I'd like a private bathroom. Yes. Um, or not semi-private. I'll take semi-private. I would like mm-hmm. a little uh, time with the artist, whoever that may be, prior to the show, which was part of the Judd experience, that singular Judd. There's only one now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get that. I didn't get to, I think there was like one broccoli florette left on the vegetable tray backstage. When I finally got in, it was just, uh, I was very disappointing. So I would encourage you to not ever uh, participate in or purchase one of the VIP packages from I'll be Ticketmaster, Live Nation. If you're listening on Upload Day, today's Tuesday, May 9th, one week from this Saturday. It is the Red, White, and Blue All-American Parking Lot Party with Outley, Bryce Gallery, Furniture, Gainesville, the Jacks, and Donna, and you. And uh, we're going to have uh, Jonathan Ingram, and we're going to have uh, a barbecue, and we're going to have great deals on furniture. We're going to have giveaways, and it's going to be a four-hour event. And you're going to miss out if you're not there, Donna, because everybody's going to be talking about it. FOMO. You're going to have like massive FOMO. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have FOMO to the extreme, like extreme FOMO. And if you were one of those people who was like, oh my gosh, I had so much going on. I couldn't come last year. I really wanted to come. Come. And even if you can come for 10, 15 minutes, you don't have to stay the whole time. Those of you who stay for the entire four hours, 
have a special place in heaven. Yes, a very special place in heaven. And um, your chances of winning are higher. Let me just tell you that. Well, we can't say that. You can't say that. Well, no, I'm just kidding. But um, any amount of time that you can come by, please, please, please come by. We would love to meet you. We want to see you. We want to talk to you. We want to catch up with you. Um, So please come by. The first 250 that hit the lot at Gallery Furniture one week from this Saturday, Saturday, May 20th, noon to four. Be there at, uh, be there early if you want uh, one of the free uh, t-shirts were given away from the Bear 92.5 with uh, the, the the Jacks. Also a hit for the podcast on the, these are good looking shirts. A uh, hit for the podcast. And then our big sponsors, one of them, Gallery Furniture, the premier sponsor of this podcast at season one, episode one. You got the Gallery Furniture logo on your left sleeve. It's a good looking shirt. And, and we specifically bought these shirts. They're Gildan soft touch t-shirts. Okay, they're I the softies. It's not that stiff yeah. shirt that you, 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 no. you, you when give you, you eczema. Your, when you look in your t-shirt drawer on Saturday morning, and that's the only shirt that's in there, is that tough? It just it feels like you're putting on a you're wearing a tire. You put on a tire. Like a Brillo pad. A Brillo pad. That's on the your only skin. one in your drawer. And you're like, God bless America. And and so this is going to replace that t-shirt, the Gildan soft to the touch or soft toucher. Just gently used, I don't know, t-shirt, but it's it's, it's a nice look. And it's from our friends, uh, John Landris and the folks at uh Threads Inc. up in the North Georgia Mountains. When you get to that shirt, you know it's like time to do laundry. But also, the biggest thing you're going to be able to see, too, are all the amazing, amazing, amazing pieces of furniture that she has. And she just, um, on on her social channel, on Instagram the other day, I think it was on Facebook, too, she put up this gorgeous white sectional. This is the one I'm getting everyone wants. And it has that, like, poof, the white poof, which you can put your feet up on. Totally like, uh, you know, almost like that California chic. But here's the great thing. Most people are like, oh, my gosh, I can't have a white couch. My dog gets on the couch, my kids. This one is treated to where you can put, you know, stain guard on it. So if you spill something, it clean it up really quick. And um, it just looks so modern and nice. So we have they have everything totally modern, new stuff. Weekend after next weekend, one week from this Saturday. If you're listening on Upload Day, which is Tuesday, May 9th, May 20th is the date, noon to four, Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville, uh, six months on the job, and a checking account, and Donna is going to guarantee you that she can get you some some help with financing, guaranteed credit approval, Gallery Furniture, Gainesville, Saturday, May 20th, noon till four. We cannot wait to see you there with free t-shirts for the first 250 people, the parking lot party is going on for the third year in a row with the Jacks in Gallery Furniture. Gainesville. Big weekend, awesome Alpharetta this week. It is the taste of Alpharetta. This is the uh, this is the Tom Brady of awesome Alpharetta events every year. This the event is the that one. everybody looks forward to, the event that everybody comes out of their homes and just enjoys the downtown area, free parking, two parking decks in downtown. Um, and it's just uh, stage after stage after stage of live music and great eating this Thursday, two days from today, if you're listening on upload date, Thursday, May 11th. Get details at awesomealpharetta.com. I cannot wait. I will be there. You will see me there. Um, it's free. Admission's free. You park free. Your admission's free. So if you are like one of those people, you're like, I don't want to eat all that food, but just walk around and take in all the smells and see all your neighbors and the fun. And it's just so, it's just so much fun because it basically takes over all of downtown. Every street is blocked off and um, there's just fun things to do everywhere. And there's live music on every little corner, every little pocket. Um, you'll see different types of music. And just listen to this. There's going to be 60 of Alfredo's best restaurants. And we've got some killer restaurants out here. I mean, we really do. And um, there's stuff at like Korean barbecue, hand-dipped cake donuts. I mean, say no more. All kinds of different things going on. They also do some cooking demos. Um, So there's really something for everybody. I mean, and feel free, this is an event to definitely bring kids to. Um, Strollers, obviously welcome. You know, they've got that huge, our huge main street is just blocked off and there's just 
throngs of people going up and down it, but so much fun. And the great thing is, is there's so much area that it's not crowded. Like, you know, you can really get what you want and get plenty of food to taste. And there's plenty for everybody. There's plenty of room for everyone. So come on out. If you've been thinking about coming to Alpharetta, this is your event. Worth a drive from wherever you're listening to the podcast. You know, if you're in Birmingham, maybe uh, you know, maybe a little late to. Well, hell, you're coming from you can ride Madonna. Plan ahead, and then this is just one of many awesome events that are held every year in Awesome Alpharetta. Admission is free. Uh, there are ATMs on site, so grab your money there. You don't have to stop on the way in Thursday. Food tickets you can buy them on site for a dollar each, and just so you know, restaurants participating do not accept cash. Tickets only, and restaurants typically charge uh, two dollars to eight dollars per food sample. Okay, which is is listen. You get a great big sample too. Get a great big yeah. uh, bite to 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 enjoy. Taste of Alpharetta this Thursday. Come on out. And join us. Details at awesomealpharetta.com. Yum yum in my tongue. Thanks to Awesome Alpharetta for their support of the podcast. Also to Fable Ford, Brightmore Healthcare, and T-Mobile. Internet freedom, reliable internet, fifty bucks a month. T-Mobile.com. Next episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act on it. We're going to do a dead or not dead as we memorialize and about the family and friends that uh, called Gordon Lightfoot. Do you know any of his songs at all? Can you sing us a Gordon Lightfoot song as we go? The out wreck here? of, well, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, but I can't right. sing it. I don't know. Did you clog to it or dance to it or ballet to it or anything? Gordon? No, I mean, it's like very like sad and long. I Let's think it clocks in. It's like one of the longest songs Oof. ever recorded. Oof. It's a little, uh, it's a little down in the dumpsy, but he was you- great. Do you think his catalog was a huge swell? Probably. I mean, things always do. Well, I don't know. I mean, it seems like things always do when someone unfortunately passes away, you know? It reminds me of like Deadliest Catch or something. You know what I mean? Right. All right. So that's uh, coming up next episode that uh, Gordon's unfortunate passing allows us uh, a door to open for uh, dead or not dead. And that's in this Thursday's episode. Plus, Donna, uh, some relationship content, crazy things that someone you have been dating uh, said or, or, or believe that just floored you and, and, and had you thinking to yourself, surely he, surely she did not just say what they said. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I, and I have one. I want you to think of one. If somebody, somebody, something that someone said to you when you were dating them that you were like, uh, and I guess these could like give you pause to be like, do I really want to be dating this person? Like, do they really think this or feel this way? Or did they not know this? You know, my wife would bring stuff home that said refrigerate after opening. She would open it and put it in the refrigerator. Oh my God. Refrigerate after opening. She thought immediately, you have to immediately, you got to open it and then refrigerate it. I had a partner who stacked cups, all right, stacked cups when putting them in the dishwasher. Right. The dishwasher but, can't get but somebody's it. mama just didn't teach them these things. And like, then you almost feel bad because you're like, because the, then like when you say something, somebody you're like, like, have you ever had this happen? Like when you're dating someone, you're like, wait, you don't, you don't, why are you doing right. that? Like, well, isn't this, this the way about, you do it? Think, look, the dishwasher, think about knives. Do you go, do you go uh, the knife, the, the, the stick part, jab part up or is it down? Yes. Down. Down. Yes. What do you call the fork thing? Those things, those five things. The, wrongs the, the, prongs. the prongs, the prongs, there's, they're there's down, they yeah. get down or up, but that can be a, that's, that's based on a lot yeah. of times how you're raised, you know? Well, it's like you used to call, um, enchilada on, you would call it on, enchilada. I, I love do. that. Well, I would like for you to keep some of your small town, Southern boy in you. Well, he's still Cause there. that's charming. Mm. The dumbest things people said that had their partners reevaluating their entire relationship. Next episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. I mean, I guess yours could be that I didn't know that midnight started at midnight. Right. That with the, with every new day, the clock resets at midnight. Yes. Uh-huh. When you missed your flight. When you missed your flight. Yes, that's right. Yes. Break.
Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell at Ingo Studios in Atlanta. I-N-G-O, Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. 